All right, today is Tuesday, August 8, 2023. My name is Jaron Jackson, and I do love America. For me, it's always about the gospel of Jesus Christ, his death, his burial, his resurrection. Believe the gospel, my friends, and go to heaven. I want to talk about an idea that I'm going to call McJustice. Now, in full disclosure, uh, I came up with this idea. I came up with this word earlier today because it, it describes justice as a process that does not care about the purpose, I believe, perfectly. And then I Googled it, and I was like, there was already someone who had used this idea. Uh, and it's very similar, very similar. And this idea came from 2016. I'd never read it, hadn't read the blog post before. Um, so want to give full credit to the blog who first, what I saw, first called McJustice. But I want to speak to what I want to call about it, and that is that justice is no longer an object. It's no longer a purpose. It is now a process in this nation. And I was on the phone yesterday with an attorney general for one of the 50 states in America. So you're talking about the top attorney in one of the 50 states I was speaking with on the phone yesterday. Had a conversation. There were other people on the conversation. And before this attorney general got on the phone, before he was uh, speaking with us, conservative, you know, politician, conservative attorney general, wanting to fight against Joe Biden, wanting to secure the border, wanting to do all those things, you know, all the conservative talking points, literally all the conservative talking points. He is a well-known person that if I say who it was, you'd be like, yep, I know who that is. On the phone with this guy yesterday, and I, you know, talking. And before he and the other attorneys get on, there's an issue in the law. There's a controversy in the law that I, that has been brought to my attention. Back channels have brought this thing to my attention. And I'm on the conversation because I'm a guy that speaks about rights. I'm a guy that speaks about the Constitution. I'm a guy that lays out how people can specifically do things to lawfully uh, notice their government to do stuff. I'm trying to do stuff in the law, not to practice law, but to stand and assert rights lawfully, which we're all entitled to do because God made us and the founders of America love Jesus and they gave us a system where that is what we have the freedom to do. God bless them, God bless America. And whenever I'm talking to the people, I'm explaining them, listen, your state constitutions literally tell you that you have the opportunity to stand on your rights. Here's how to do it. Getting them all you know, focused on the basics, focused on the basics. The attorneys come in, and as soon as the attorneys get patched in the call, the, the other figure, which you would know who this person is too, very first thing that they say is, what legal advice do you have? What legal counsel can you give us? And the attorney went on, the attorney general, who is an elected official, he's the top attorney in one of the states, he gets on the phone and he says, well, you'd have to figure out what the statutes say, and then you'd need to figure out what the case law is, and then you need to understand that you probably need to get yourself a good attorney in your state who's an expert on this. Now this controversy in the law is pretty basic. The government has noticed the private property owner, 
that the government will on Monday come onto the private property owner's property next Monday, the 14th. They will come on the private property owner's land and use lethal force to eliminate a certain animal. And the certain animal is uh, bred on purpose. A certain animal performs a function. Um, and I believe that the landowner has every right to own this, uh, this animal and to breed and to do the things that he's doing. But the government has told him he can't and he's been tied up in a court decision for years. He's had stays, he's had injunctions, he's had court appeals. He has spent over $2 million in attorney's fees. $2 million since 2021 in attorney's fees. And I'm hearing all of this. And the conversation goes from me talking about what the basics of the Constitution are. You have your rights. The government literally said, like the, the Constitution literally says, you have the right to due process of law. No one can take your stuff. No one can kill your animals. No one can take anything from you lawfully unless you're granted a jury of peers. But this government agency is saying that what they're going to kill isn't the guy's property. So not only do they not have to give him due process, a jury of his peers, but they don't even got to compensate him because they're considering the animal the property of the state. And I'm sitting there going, so you are going to have people come onto your property and kill an animal after you've spent millions of dollars in attorney's fees over the last several years and they've just finally given you notice that they're going to come do it. And you get one of these attorney generals on here, a conservative Republican, and the very first thing that he says, now this is, this is a private conversation, very first thing that he says is, you need to know what the statute says. You need to know what the case law is, and you need to go get yourself an attorney, a good attorney in your state. So I made a handy dandy picture, and that picture looks like this. You, literally anything dealing with government or courts or law, you say, I need an attorney. You spend money, you sign papers, law stuff happens, and then you on the right side, you say, what just happened? I believe this is what most people experience when they go through the law. Something happens with the government, with another company, with courts or laws, or somebody sends something in the mail, or something happens to you, and you immediately think, I need an attorney. Then stuff happens, you don't really know what's going on, the good attorneys will explain it to you as it's happening, and then after it's done, you'll be like, well, what, what happened? Did I, do I... Am I guilty? Am I innocent? Do I pay money? Now, of course, I'm expressing my rights. Most people here would say, I'm not an attorney, haven't been to law school. I don't even think that's worthy of my credence anymore. I'm talking about what the Constitution says. And whenever I answered that attorney general, I said, sir, what we're doing, what I'm advocating, is understanding what the Constitution is, and that is a trust indenture. What I'm talking about to the people who are going to have their animals killed, I'm saying they have a public trust, or excuse me, they have rights from God, the right to property from God. The Constitution says that they can have it, and everybody in government swore to it. 
And we're going to demand, we're going to put our government on notice. We're going to send it to all sorts of people and we're going to put them on notice and we're going to tell them that if they do this, they are unlawfully trespassing secured rights in the constitution. They're breaching the trust, they're violating their oath and they're at war with the state. And there was a silence. And this attorney general, who's the chief attorney of one of the 50 states, he says, that's an interesting legal theory. I've never heard that before. That won't fly in the courts. And I realized, so the conversation went and then basically the animals are going to get killed. Animals are going to get killed because no one wants to put their government on notice. And so that happened last night, probably around six o'clock in the evening. And since then, I've been in prayer and just thinking about what these ideas are. And I think in America, justice is no longer seen as the purpose. It's seen as a process. And the best way to understand this is whenever you go through a drive through at a McDonald's, they've got their menu board, they've got their designated driveway path, they've got someone there waiting to take your order, and whenever you say certain words, there's a flurry of activity in the restaurant that you never see. And what you get is the bag. You get the user end product. You give them money and you get something in return. There's a transaction. It's commerce. You're conducting commerce when you go to these courts. You're conducting commerce whenever you sign up with an attorney. And that's not what justice is for. That's not what justice is. When Jesus is talking to the Pharisees, he goes, you guys will tithe mint and your cumin, but you miss the weightier matters of the law. Justice, mercy. Justice is something that we're looking for to be made right with God, to harmonize something that's been done wrong. You've been trespassed, you've been harmed, you've had an injury, Some, someone has done you wrong. And what has been done in this nation is no one looks at the fundamentals. They don't look at the Constitution. They don't understand what the law is. They go according to the process. So they no longer think what the trust says, what the trust indenture is, what the trustees swear to, to perform duties in strict observance of what the law is, what the Constitution says, to secure your rights. What they do is they turn your rights into a permission. They turn your rights into a license. They turn your rights into something that you don't understand. And so when something happens to you, you go get somebody else to go do something on your behalf and then stuff happens and then you're sitting there going, wait, what, what was going on? Now there are a better way for me to position this. And so what I do is I take these concepts, my job, and the reason why you should go to the links in the description below where it says support Jaren, and you can go to the livelocal.store and be a monthly contributor or a donor to give love gifts in that regard because that's a blessing. The subscribe star link isn't up there, but the subscribe star stuff still works. Or you can take the shopping that you currently have and switch it over to an American manufacturing company and that benefits me too. It benefits you because you are shopping with 
American companies, you're shopping with someone and an American association in the private that isn't a godless commie corporation. It's not selling out to the woke agenda. You're actually hiring Americans. You're purchasing from Americans. It's direct product purchase. It's a membership, $1 membership for a year. Cancel anytime, no strings attached. It allows and trains you to think differently about conducting commerce and buying products and not just the Walmart generic godless commie corporatist model, which has everybody under the thumb of these megaopolies. So go to patriotswitch.com slash jaren, patriotswitch.com slash jaren. That's one way to support. The other ways, the links are in the description below. I would encourage you to look at that recurring one lot, recurring gift or the one-time love gift that's at the Live Local link below. But I look at this stuff and I go, my job, my job is to make the, the hard ideas or the ideas that aren't hard, but we just aren't told we aren't taught my job is to take those ideas and bring them to you but to do it in a way that bends towards scripture so let me uh understand let me introduce the the frame by showing you this commentary follows the experiment making headlines by the chain payless shoes they held a grand opening of a luxury store with a different name but the same shoes and charged hundreds more for those same shoes customers paid here's abc's kana whitworth Behold, Palessi. We built a fake luxury store in Los Angeles and filled it with Payless shoes. The guests at our grand opening party had no idea. Guests invited to check out what looked like a luxury shoe shop. They're elegant, sophisticated. I just think it's so classy. And I could tell it was made with high quality material. A $35 shoe going for $645, an 1800% markup. Store owners sat on their heels as fashion influencers emptied their wallets. I would pay 400, 500, yeah. People are gonna be like, oh, where'd you get those? Those are amazing. Then they're let in on the prank. These are actually from Payless. You've got to be kidding me. Shut up. Are you serious? But those shoppers were refunded their money and they got to keep the shoes. David Payless calling it a provocative social experiment designed to challenge today's image-conscious culture. Either way, it was an effective PR stunt. Yeah, David. clearly a marketing ploy, but they paid. Yeah, of course they paid, because they thought that they were getting something quality when they weren't. If I can go here to my Bible, let's go to my King James Bible right here. Let's go Matthew 23, 23. This is Jesus talking. He says, Woe unto you, scribes, those are the lawyers, and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye pay tithe of mint and anise and cumin, and have omitted the weightier matters of the law, judgment, mercy, and faith. These ought ye have done, and not to leave the other undone. So what we have is we've got Jesus going against the scribes and the Pharisees. Well, who are the scribes and the Pharisees? Let's go to Luke 11.52 if we can. If we go to Luke 11:52, we'll just listen to our Lord and Savior talk about the key to knowledge. This is Jesus. Woe unto you, lawyers, for ye have taken away the key of knowledge. Ye have not entered yourselves, and them that were entering in ye hindered. So you're not going into the temple. You're not going into the kingdom of God. You're not doing that. What do the lawyers do? They take away the key of knowledge. Well, what's the key of knowledge? In our nation, you can look to the constitutions. This is Ballotpedia, state constitutions. We've done this frequently. I go to Oklahoma, because that's where I live, and I come down here to Bill of Rights. And let me look at this. Let me blow this up. Let me jihad it a little bit. 
it literally says all political power is inherent in the people government is instituted for their protection security and benefit so government is created for the benefit of people folks that is a trust argument that is a trust indenture that is exactly what I told this attorney general the highest lawyer in the in this state I told him that and he said that goes over the judge's head that won't work in court this is literally in the Constitution it's the it's article 2 of the Oklahoma Constitution section 1 now if I go back to article 15 of the Oklahoma Constitution oath of office it says all public officers all before entering the duties of their offices shall take and subscribe to the following oath where they say that they will support they will obey they will defend the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of Oklahoma uh, the Constitution of Oklahoma so if they are in the state of Oklahoma how can they swear to it and get powers in office if I go to my Bill of Rights and it says all political powers for me, the government is instituted for my benefit, and here, I have the right to alter reform whenever the public good may require it, as long as that change is not repugnant to the Constitution. Now, why haven't people been taught this? Because the key of knowledge has been taken, and it's right there in front of you. Now, of course... There is another way to characterize this, at which point I strive endlessly to be able to give you the conceptual framework so that you understand what is happening in this nation. The lawyers, the law schools, the judges, the politicians, and people who don't want to do their jobs in government would have you believe that you are going to McDonald's. Ha they'd have you believe that you are having something happen to you something's going on some political issue we're gonna be talking about illegal immigration here you've got some political issue some issue between you and your government and you automatically think I need an attorney I need an attorney because I don't understand the law I need to go to court the government's not doing this job the politicians aren't doing what they swore to do I'm showing them what their Constitution says that they have to do and they're not doing it and so you pay money you sign papers stuff happens you don't know you don't get your remedy because we don't know who we are so I'd like to show you a video that gets to the idea of who you are Commentary follows. <laughs> but it's a trick. No, no, it's much more than that. Uh, whosoever be he worthy shall have the power. <laughs> Whatever, man, it's a trick. <laughs> well, please be my guest. Come on. Really? Yeah. Oh, this is going to be beautiful. Clint, you've had a tough week. We won't hold it against you if you can't get it up. <laughs> you haven't seen this before, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I still don't know how you do it. Smoke a silent judgment. Please. Start by all means. Oh, here we go. Okay. Uh oh. Mm -hmm. Never one to shrink from an honest challenge. Oh, no. It's physics. Physics. Right. So I, if I lift it, I, I then rule Asgard. Yes, of course. I will be reinstituting prima nocta. <clears throat> be right back. Are you even pulling? Are you on my team? Just represent, pull! Alright, let's go! Yeah! 
Come on, Cap. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> and? Widow? Oh, no, no, that's not a question I need answered. All deference to the man who wouldn't be king, but it's rigged. You bet your ass. Steve, you said a bad language word. Do you tell everyone about the that? The handle's imprinted, right? Like a security code? Whosoever is carrying Thor's fingerprints is, I think, the literal translation. Yes, oh, that's, uh, that's a very, very interesting theory. I have a simpler one. You're all not worthy. Uh, that's it. <laughs> that, that, that's it. Uh, government officials in America serve at the pleasure of the people. The people have all political power. And the Constitution is what they swear to. And whenever they swear to it, they're supposed to obey. They're supposed to support. They're supposed to defend that. And so whenever you come up to the people, or excuse me, whenever you come up to your government official and you say, well, shoot, something's happening between me and the government. Something's happening with me and the law. Something's happening with me. You do not know who you are. You do not know what the law is. You do not know that government is a public trust that gives powers to trustees only for the benefit of the people. You do not know that. And because you don't know that, you go pay an attorney trained in a law school that doesn't teach this. Whenever I spoke to that attorney general and I gave him this argument, I explained this to him. I didn't even say common law. You know, common law is like a word, you know, hold on. Common law is like one of these words like racist. It's a word like conspiracy theorist. It's a word that has been so muddled and muddied so as to get people to not say anything about it. And the people that normally say stuff about it are wearing tri-corners hat or they speak in the king's English. I am man. I am sovereign man. You have to give me stuff. I forage for my food. You don't have to speak the king's English, bro. You could be from the hood. <laughs> like my teacher's from the hood. You could be people that just read what's written and you believe it. And you say, hey, let's just do what you guys already agreed to. Let's do that. Because that's the law that y'all guys are sworn to defend. Now, you may be thinking, well, Jaren, I don't know how to do that. Show me how to do that. Go down to the link in the description below. It says, get lawful elections. And then parentheses, it says, Operation Josiah. Click that link. Enter email. And now you now you are on the process of participating according to the law by right in the constitution how to change your elections lawfully and in the process you will learn how to do what we're talking so i i, I understand that people learn by doing they they, they learn by seeing that you know they, they learn by seeing but you also need to do and so operation josiah is a do it's a you have to go do stuff and only you can do this and the, i i spoke to someone I spoke to someone, I, I've talked to really, it's really weird. I have spoken to people on very large platforms very recently. And one man I spoke to yesterday um, is a very well-known, um, you know, uh, he's just a very well-known man. Um, and, you know, I, I told him this. I told, I told him this. And he's like, yeah, you're right. I go, sir, the only difference is that I believe what's written. I believe it. And whenever I believe it, there's courage there. there. There's a truth there. Let me give you another way to, to, to show this. In America, we have the sovereign powers. In Amer Like, I am not a sovereign citizen. I'm not advocating that. What I'm saying is what our government is, and that is a public trust.
And because it's a public trust, there are lawful remedy inside the Constitution according to the fundamental principles of law that if you are sworn to as a trustee, you can't get away from. You can't get away from it because it's a public trust. Now, if you understood that, then you would recognize that whenever you're the person over there on the, on the left, the settlers, the grantors, the people, you recognize that you've got all the political power. You also recognize that you over there at the top right are a beneficiary of government. You are both the ones with all the power and you are the ones that government is supposed to serve. You are the master. We are the king. I'm not a king by myself, but I do have popular, I do, I am in a popular sovereignty and my rights are exclusive from God. So no one in government can touch them. That's what a republic is. You can't mess with the individual's rights, no matter how big a majority you got. Which is why our, our thinking has been trained. Something's bad with the government. I need to go to a law school attorney. I need to go through the courts. I need to pay my money. I need to pay the, do the systems. And I need to do all the things. Okay, you are, you're going through the drive-thru. You're going through the drive-thru. You need to recognize, and this maybe this is the better, you know, the better way to say it. If you're going through the drive-thru, you're going through their process and their scheme. But what very obvious idea are you missing in the whole drive-thru paradigm? Because you might get, you know, I need to go to my attorney. I need to do the law panel. I need to order something. There's a process. I pay my money and something happens. The system we have is, is, is a process-based uh, pursuit of outcome, not of justice. And because it's not pursuing justice, like Jesus is teaching in Matthew 23, 23, we are minting, we are tithing our mint, anise, and our cumin. We are missing the weightier matters of the law, judge or judgment, mercy, faithfulness. We are missing judgment and mercy and faithfulness, faithfulness to God's law, faithfulness to who God is, faithfulness to treating each other the way that we're supposed to be treated treating people the way we want to be treated because we're made in God's image. Instead of treating people as though God made them, we're going through processes trying to maximize and optimize what we want because we have a scarcity mindset where we are now adversarial towards anybody who's against us. When Jesus teaches to love your neighbors, how do you love your neighbors if the predicate for justice is I have to go to war with them? The founders were smart people. The founders were brilliant. Their wisdom is incredibly powerful. I believe it comes from the Bible. And as a result of that, when you understand what the law is, when you understand what the Constitution says and what it does, you will understand that it is a tool. And now you know how to use it if you identify who you are. Let me give you one more video. This will make more sense. Commentary follows. Okay. What? What? I, 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 I 
forgot your sword. I got my sword? I... I left it back at the inn. Why, you ugly little fool of... You better get it, or don't you dare come back! Let me in, let me in! Somebody, please, please, let me in! It's no use, boy. They've all gone to the tournament. Oh, what'll I do? Kay's got to have a sword. Look, boy, look. They're in the churchyard. A sword. Oh, Archimedes, a sword. You're going to have a time pulling it out. Watch it, boy. Churchyard. who you are in the law you <laughs> I can't I can't show it any more clearly when you go to your constitution and it literally says it literally says 
All political power is inherent in the people. You are one of the people. In, in our nation, when the founding fathers declared independence from Great Britain, they took King George crown off, they smashed it into a billion million pieces, and they scattered it all over the place. They organized a trust indenture that focuses on the benefits of the people. This is literally saying right there, it's literally saying government is instituted for the protection, security, and benefit. That is trust law. That is trust language. That is your constitution. And literally every single person in government has sworn to agree with that. Every single one of them. And you notice through that art, that sword in the stone clip, the guy was like, well, this isn't my sword. Yeah, because he couldn't hold it. It wasn't for him. When you go to an attorney, he's not holding your sword that Jesus gave you. Jesus gives you rights, the Great Commission. The Great Commission is all power and authority is given to Jesus. And Jesus says, go. And when Jesus says, go, that's him giving you the commission. Give the commission to baptize the nations, to teach the nations. And the way that you teach the nations is you follow Jesus. You follow Jesus. John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, the life. No one to gets to God but through me. How do you do common law? Well, you freely love other people and you understand that you have your rights and whenever there's trespass, you establish evidence through, through sworn testimony and no one can be deprived of their life, liberty, property without the due process of law, which is 12 people listening to the facts that are established in the case. And the way that facts are established is not by going out and paying somebody to represent you, but by putting your own ne neck in the noose and swearing under penalty of perjury to the truthfulness of your claims. When you swear to the truthfulness of your claims, you are a witness to the trespass, to the injury, to the harm. You don't need a million billion statutes to say, well, this is second degree murder, or this is 14th degree larceny, or this is, you know, capital offense of the thing. It's that dude killed that guy. I saw it. There's the dead body. This other guy saw it. We're going to swear to the truthfulness of this thing. And then the jury sit there and they go, we don't think you're credible. We don't believe you he goes free or he did it in self-defense he was killing the dude that was raping his wife he's scot-free let him go that's the common law that's the law of the land that's what the constitution gets to if you do not understand the basic frame you will give yourself up to other people whenever you find controversy in the law instead recognize you are king arthur you do have that sword that jesus gives you those are called rights the power of free action and you recognize that whenever the simple truth that the boy pulled the sword of the stone and nobody else did everybody recognized that is the authority and they go oh that is the king when you come to government and you say i am one of the people Right now, they're not thinking like this because they haven't been taught, which is why we teach them, which is stage one, Operation Josiah. The nation needs to know the truth. If you're not teaching the truth, if you're not pointing to the constitutions, if you're not understanding and learning the fundamentals, then you are doomed and destined to be in that rat wheel. You are going to be a hamster running for your life, going through sequences and processes and filings and fees and motions and this and that and statutes and policies instead of by right 
standing as one of the people and you tell the judge who is nothing more than a trustee the judge is over there on the right that judge swore the same oath to be a judge as some dog catcher swears the oath to be the dog catcher if the dog catcher is a public position that public position has to swear oath to the constitution just like the president just like the judge just like a supreme court just like a u.s senator everybody is bound by their oath which means whenever you come with the constitution you say i'm this guy i'm this guy right here i'm this guy right here i'm one of these guys i'm one of the people and the people in the constitution have all political power so while i am not all of the people i am one of the people and so when your constitution says here's where people have you're going i'm that guy i'm one of them and everybody in government says we must bow before the king k bow before your king and they do it reluctantly because they recognize the authority they recognize the authority this is the challenge of our day this is the challenge of our day so everybody who's complaining about stuff everybody who's complaining about things in fact i want to go to um where are we at here we go I wanted to go to this screen. It's at uh, WLTReport.com. I, uh, I should put a link in the description. But illegal immigration rates surge. We look at this and we can talk about how you know illegal immigrants are coming. They're pouring through the border. They're just absolutely going through the border. Now, I brought this up. I brought this up with that same attorney general. Uh, excuse me. The attorney general brought it up. He said, well, if, if everyone went the way that you... He had... He had the audacity to say, well, I get it. The Constitution says the people have all the power and they have, that, they have their rights, but that's not how it's done because that attorney was taught by a law school and that law school taught that attorney this. That's what, that's what your attorneys know. This is what judges think. This is what their court's process is, but that's not what the truth is. So the issue is, do you have the courage? Do you, do, one, do you have the knowledge? Has it been taken away from you? Luke 11.52. But if you have your knowledge, and if you know what the Constitution says, by right, you get to lawfully come to your the people in government and say, hey, I'm one of these guys. Why aren't you doing exactly what this says? And you get to demand that from them, by right. And they are sworn, and they've, they already agree with you. So you're not saying anything that they don't already agree with. This is just a paradigm. And that means that it's no longer about the process of going through the drive-through. It's no longer about justice. McJustice is the process to scale, you know, billions and billions served. Well, that is pointing to the idea that the corporation, the, the company, the commercial entity, the, the restaurant has served food to all these people, but it's missing the obvious part. Do you know what the obvious part is? You're going through the drive-thru, you're looking at their menu, you pay them their money, you tell them what's going on, they do their own systems and process, you get your stuff and you're on your way. You know what the obvious thing that the entire situation is based on? Hunger. There would be no restaurant serving no food, no jobs, no process, no order board, no drive-through lane. None of that would be, none of that would happen if people weren't hungry. Process presupposes purpose. When an attorney is telling you that you have to go to court or do a filing or this judge has to make a thing or our borders are open, the state attorney general is saying, well, if we did things the way that you would do it, we wouldn't have to wait on a judge. I said, amen. 
I said, sir, that's what freedom is. That's our nation. He goes, well, what's the, you know, what's the law? I said, the law is the constitution. And this is where people don't understand it because it's a different paradigm. This is why I, I can't do for you what you can do for you. I can do for Jaron what Jaron can do for Jaron, but you can't do for Jaron what Jaron can do for Jaron. You have to do this. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will, com will confess. Every idle word will be judged. You have been given talents. You have been given rights. What you do with those is what you are held to account for. What I do with mine is what I'm held to account for. We have a system that's built on process, purposefully in my point, or my, my opinion, purposefully, the process of the courts, the justice system that we have, it's called a system, by the way. By the way, no, none of the constitutions say justice system. They say judicial power, court of record, court of justice, not justice system. Justice system is not a word in the constitution, but th this idea that the courts of justice, court of record, court of law, the judicial power, the judicial remedy, the judicial, uh, you know, like their, their responsibility is to give you justice as best managed this side of heaven. So this attorney general was saying, well, if, if, if what you're saying is true, then we'd have courts ruling according to the constitution. We wouldn't have an open border. We would have all these things. And I said, you know what? You're, you're right, sir. You're right which tells you that we don't have courts that rule by the law. So he was able, he was smart enough to recognize that what I was saying was right, but he didn't believe what I said was right, even though he couldn't disagree with it. So there's no argument against this. And so because there's no argument against it, what can you do, what, what's the argument? Well, that's just not the way that things are done. And now that is bending to the idol. That's bowing to the idol of the McJustice. You are going to McDonald's instead of grilling your own burger. You are choosing to feed yourself in a system designed to benefit the system and not you. That's the issue. So what I want to do is I want to plainly point out the system is designed for what I'm talking about. The entire government is designed for what I'm saying. Let's just start with the word state. Let's just start here. Let's just go to the state of Texas because Texas talks about illegal immigration. So let's just go down to the, to the word and let's look up our Black's Law Dictionary. And again, or not that, again, you can get the, uh, what's it called? Um, you can get, uh, you can get this by going to commonlawpeople.com. Go to the thing down below and go to the common law seminar commonlawpeople.com, enter in the email and you get a Black's Law Dictionary for free. This is my Black's Law 4th edition. State is a people permanently occupying a fixed territory bound by common law habits and customs into one body politic, exercising through the medium of an organized government, independent sovereignty and control over all persons and things within its boundaries capable of making war and peace and of entering into international relations with each other communities of the globe. So, I mean, like, that's a lot right there. First of all, state is a people. Who are we? Who are we? Right? If we go back to my uh, constitution, who are we? When we look at the screen, all political power is inherent in the people. The people make up the state. The state are permanently occupying a fixed territory. So I live here. I live here. 
The state of Oklahoma is where I live. I'm permanently occupying a fixed territory. The state isn't moving. It's, it's, it's a territory. It's bound to the land because God put us on earth, right? Bound together by common law habits. Ooh, common law habits. Not admiralty law, not maritime law, not equity law not uh, judicial, you know, not, you know, statutory law, common law habits. So anytime that you're in a state, those things are, th that those people are physically there on that territory bound together by common law habits and custom into one body politic. We can get that in a second. Exercising through the medium of an organized government. We have a Republican form of government. That form of government is open. Its administration is open to all the people. So if you're one of the people, and you are, then in a body politic where the government's a republic, you can help administer the, the affairs, and you can do that by right. It's independent in its sovereignty. So Oklahoma is not Texas. Texas is not Louisiana. Louisiana is not Alaska. Alaska is not Virginia. Virginia is not West Virginia. It's independent in its sovereignty. So when someone says the United States is sovereign over the state of Oklahoma, it's like, well, what do you mean by that? because a state is independently sovereign. And if it's here and it's independently sovereign, then how can the United States exercise sovereignty over the state? And maybe we need to do this. Maybe we need to go back to a drawing board. Let's go back to the drawing board. Let me do my drawing board real fast. Because if, you know, you need to understand concepts. Concepts, concepts, concepts. Let me get my green marker. Here's, uh, let's just go to the 13 colonies. 13 colonies. What was it? Uh, Vermont. I don't know them all uh, off the top of my head. New York, Massachusetts, right? These are colonies. They're independent. These 13 colonies came together to do what? To form the United States. The United States is the garbage man of the 50 states. So as these states are added, Oklahoma, Alabama, uh, you know, uh, New Hampshire, well, New Hampshire was a 13 colony. Let's do uh, California, right? So as these states were added, you've got 50 states, right? So now 50 states. 50 states. Each one of these guys has a Republican form of government because that's Article 4, Section 4 of the U.S. Constitution. So every single one of these states has a Republican form of government. Every single one of these states has a Constitution. And these guys hired the United States, according to the United States Constitution, which is the trust indenture of the federal government, to do the 18 powers, the 18 enumerated powers in Article 1, Section 8. And then there's a lot of restrictions, like Article 1, Section 10, you can't obstruct or uh, obligate a contract. Um, you know, you can't do any of these other things. So there's a lot of restrictions, but the 18 powers that the U.S. Congress can legislate on are Article 1, Section 8. But the U.S. Constitution is nothing more than these guys coming together saying, we're going to sign on to this stuff. So like Mississippi signed on, Alaska signed on, Oklahoma signed on, like all these states with their own state constitutions that are independent and sovereign and have their own people signed on to this thing. They signed their name. Like Jaron signs his name like that. So Jaron just signs his name. And then now there's a U.S. Constitution. And now anytime that there's the U.S. Constitution talks about a thing, that's the document that these, all, that these guys all agree to. But if there's something that's not in this, like education, education is not mentioned in the United States Constitution. So this is a 
accepted power, which means it's not in the Constitution. And because it's not in the Constitution, it goes back to the states. This is the argument that uh, the, the Roe v. Wade was overturned whenever they said Dobbs v. Jackson. Dobbs v. Jackson, which overturned Roe v. Wade, says abortion is not in the Constitution. So it goes back to the states. This was a wrong ruling because murder is wrong at all times. It goes against the law of God. And besides, the U.S. Constitution has the Fifth Amendment, which says you have the right to life. So a right to life, you know, you can't be deprived your right to life. So it absolutely is a U.S. constitutional issue because uh, even though it doesn't say abortion, you do have the right to life, according to the Fifth Amendment. You do have the right to life in all these, which is why abortion is immoral. It's wrong. And you're going to go to hell if you think that it's great because it's against God. Um, but but this is the dynamic. And so these 50 states signed up with this, with this U.S. Constitution. And that's what we have. So when we look at what the definition, oh shoot, when we look at the definition of a state, when we look at the definition of a state, that's exactly what we're getting. But look at look at what this says. Look at what the book says. And again, Black's Law Dictionaries are what law schools use. This is what uh, lawyers use. These are what courts use. This is their book. And my camera's not being good. So it's, okay, there we go. Uh, it says, uh, independent sovereignty and control over all persons and things within its boundaries. So if you're on the boundary, like Texas, with another nation, that boundary is the Texas boundary, because Texas is independently sovereign. Texas is independently sovereign and can, what, exercise through the medium of organized government, the Constitutional Republic, according to the state constitution, independent sovereignty. So the United States can't tell Texas what to do about its boundaries. The United States can't tell Texas what to do about its war-making abilities. Oh boy, this is why you have a militia. This is why this is why you can stand up and defend yourself. We, we just got into one book. We just got into one thing, folks. Now, let me see this. If we go to our maxims of law, and again, you can get these maxims. You go to commonlawpeople.com, enter your email, you'll get these maxims for free. If you want to support, because everything I give away is for free, there's those links in the description below. But if you go to Maxim of Law 510, Maxim of Law 510, all political power is inherent in the people. Whoa, 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 stop right there, stop right there, stop right there. Where have we seen that before? We've literally seen that in the Constitution. All political power is inherent in the people. Now, what you're seeing right here, maxims are the fundamental principles of law. These are the fundamental principles of law. So whenever you see all political power is inherent in the people by decree of God, thus none can accept it, uh, none can exist except it be derived from them. That's an American maxim. That's what that means. That's an American maxim. This is how Americans think. This is how Americans think about the law. This is without proof. This is universally applied. No one in the law in America can argue with this. This is true. This is according to the fundamental principles of law. And anytime you see fundamental principles in law, let, let's go to this. Let's go back to let's go to Arizona real fast. If we go to Arizona, we look up Arizona Constitution and we go Declaration of Rights says here, a frequent recurrence of the fundamental principles essential to the security of individual rights and the perpetuity of free government. Now that is Arizona Constitution, Article 2, Section 1. Watch this. You take this off, look at this. 
a frequent recurrence to fundamental principles. Where did we just see that? We just saw that in the state constitution of Arizona. Do you see how, whenever we go to this, do you see how your state constitutions, we just did Arizona. Where's Arizona? Let me give, give me my green. We just did Arizona, right? We just did Arizona. Arizona is its own state. It's its own colony. It's its own Republican form. It's not its own colony. It's its own state. It's got its own Republican form of government. It's got its own constitution. Its constitution says in it, Article 2, Section 1, a frequent recurrence to fundamental principles. And we literally just saw that in the maxims. So when we see that in the maxims, this means that what is foundational, a fundament, the maxims are the fundamental principles of law. The fundamental principle of law that says a frequent recurrence to fundamental principles and a firm adherence to justice, virtue, and original law are indispensably necessary to preserve the blessings of liberty and good government. That's what Americans think about law. This is the common law, people. This is the fundamental principles of law. And when you see that in your state constitutions, you will hear the echoes of common law. That's what this is. Because if you go to an attorney, let's say like right now, you go right now and you go to an attorney and you say right here, attorney, law school, what are the fundamental principles of law, right? Because it says, this is the constitution. The constitution says fundamental principles. Hey, attorney, what does fundamental principles mean? What does this mean? What is it talking about? What's it talking about? Well, it's the statute. No, 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 no. This is the constitution. So this is before statutes. How can you have a constitution that's reliant on statutes to tell you what the statutes are? Well, it's what the judges say. No, 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 no. This is the constitution because the law precedes the judiciary. How do I know that? Well, let's, let's, let's uh, uh, let me, uh, let me find that in the, uh, in the maxims. Oh, shoot. Maybe it's in judicial. But when you understand what law is, uh, shoot, where is it? The judiciary, uh, the law, the constitution and the law precedes the judiciary. Because um, I want to be able to show it. Where is, go off this. What we're doing is we're looking up this and it's frustrating because the camera's in the way. Um... The idea is the Constitution and laws precede the judiciary. So the judiciary never says, the judiciary only says what the law is. And I'm trying to scan real fast, so I probably overlooked it. But this is how you have to learn, folks. This is, this is how you have to, this is how you have to read. This is how you have to understand. If you don't do this, then you're not gonna know what the law is. Now I'm trying to find the constitution and laws precede the judiciary. That's what I'm looking for. That's the maximum I'm looking for. And whenever I find it, I'll show it to you. And then whenever I show it to you, you will have read it. And then you will understand that the constitution and the law is before a judge. So that means before the judge ever sits in our seat and uses our judicial power that we gave him 
to make a ruling. He's doing nothing except for repeating what the people have already said, which is exactly what judges do. In fact, I can maybe it's in it's in judges. If we go to I'll find it. Um What's the judge? So the judge, the judge declares the law. I mean, that's what a judge is. Man, I'm, so this, I should have written it down. Um, oh, there we go, there we go, there we go, 65U. Constitutions and laws precede the judiciary. That right there, that's a maxim of law. There's no argument with that. So whenever someone says we need to work, we need to wait on the case law, we need to wait for uh, what the judges say. No, 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 no. Constitutions and laws precede the judiciary. So when we go back to our uh, state constitution, when we go back to our this, we go back to our own constitution, it talks about the fundamental principles. Well, we got to know what judges say about that, really, because this right here says constitutions and laws precede the judiciary, right? So, so the the judge has to go according to the constitutions and the laws. That's all they're saying. And this this these are the fundamental principles. And so I want to continue because I wanted to lay out a couple different things. What I wanted to say was uh, in your uh, United States Constitution. Article 4, Section 4, Article 4, Section 4, right? The United States, that is the, uh, that's this, right? If we go back to, if we go back to this, that's this. This is the United States, the Constitution. If we go back to the Constitution, the Constitution shall guarantee to every state, that is all these guys. So these guys sign a contract that contracts the Constitution, right? These guys sign a contract that contracts the Constitution. The contract, the performance measure of this contract says that these guys are guaranteed something. What are they guaranteed? They're guaranteed a Republican form of government and that the United States shall protect each of them, so that's each of them individually, against invasion and on application of the legislature or the executive when the legislature cannot be convened against domestic violence. So the United States government is supposed to protect them, each one of them, against invasion. So that makes me ask the question, what does invasion mean? What is the definition of invasion? Let's go back to our book. This is the process, folks. This is reading. And there's no, there's no running from this. We are demanding strict adherence to what words mean, which isn't what lawyers are supposed to do. Isn't this what those who are learned in the law are supposed to be doing? Now, there will be people that say, well, um, you know, that's, that's not what the case law is. Well, we're not arguing case law. We're arguing the Constitution and laws. Invasion and encroachment upon the rights of another. Ooh. So if you've got a bunch of illegal immigrants if you got a bunch of people that are coming into the state, physically into the state, remember, the state was what? The state was independently sovereign and and exercising control over its what? It was independently sovereign and control over all persons and things, all persons and things within its boundaries. You come into the boundary of the state, the state is independently sovereign to exercise control over that. Okay, so what happens whenever you've got people that are coming into the state unauthorized or unwanted? 
Well, what does that mean? An encroachment upon the rights of another. The incursion of an army for conquest or plunder. And we should, <laughs> you want to look up those. You look up plunder, the taking of rights of another. Um, when illegal immigrants come into the nation, they're taking and infringing upon, they're invading the rights of the people. They're invading my liberty because they're making everything, uh, you know, they're taking away opportunities, whether it's for work or they're making it more dangerous. So, so they're threatening my well-being. They're threatening the public good, public safety, public health. Uh, they're coming onto my property, stealing stuff, killing my chickens, raping girls, um, doing all sorts of, I mean, they're doing all sorts of things. These are all an encroachment upon the rights of another. So there is literally, by the book, by the book, there is an invasion going on at the border. So whenever this attorney general looks at me, or he didn't look at me, he's on the phone, but when this attorney general said, um, well, if we did things the way that you're saying to do them, then, and some, something's wrong with that camera. Uh, let me turn that off. Yeah, camera's messed up. When, so I'll just do this. Um, when the attorney general said, um, well, if we did it your way, then uh, then we would we would have a secure border we'd have all these things and i was like yeah that's the point that's the absolute point folks that's the absolute point let's let's go a couple more maxims and then we'll be done what i want to do is i want to go to 34c i want to go to maxim 34c excuse me 34e 34d if you're in government those who do not preserve the law of the land, which means due process of law, by the way, those who do not preserve the law of the land, they justly incur the awesome and indelible brand of infamy. You're my enemy. You are a bad guy. If you do not, you do your duty. If you are a sworn actor, if you are in, if you are in the trust indenture, if you are a trustee and you swear an oath to the constitution and you do not do the duty that you're supposed to do and the people give you notice and tell you what you're supposed to do and you do not do it those who do not preserve the law of the land they justly incur the awesome and indelible brand of infamy right we get to other ideas you get to uh that which touches or concerns all ought to be supported by all that's a common law maxim but let's go back to let's go back to this one because this is a good one and these are the maxims of law that no one can argue with. Now, excuse me, lawyers today will argue with them. Lawyers today will say, well, that's not what things are, that's not how we do things. That's not how the law works. Well, yeah, it's because we're not talking about McJustice. We're talking about the law. We're not talking about McJustice, which is what we need to be saying. We're not talking about McJustice. We're talking about the law. It is a liberty of free citizens to retain arms for their protection and according to their condition. So if you're a member of the state, if you're in the state, and states are just associations, by the way, folks. States are a group of people. We read that in the definition. It's people that have organized themselves in a government. And our government's a republic. Our government expresses the right to bear arms. So you get to have a gun because God made you and you're freely associating in a, uh, in a, in a state. And that state, authorize, you know, that state says our constitution is going to recognize your right to bear arms. Well, then it's a maxim of law that says it's the liberty, the free use of free citizens to retain arms, to keep them, to possess them for their protection and according to their condition. Someone comes onto your property, someone invading the nation, they're invading. Let's go to uh, 9F. The people have a right to bear arms for the defense of themselves and the state. The people and the state are the same. The state is the people. It's the aggregate, aggregation of people that move and organize themselves according to the document, which is the Constitution. That's what this is. That's what we're talking about. 
folks, you're not going to get this from anywhere else. I got, I, you know, my teacher is Dave Jose. You can find him on Rumble at Dave's Cares for You. Um, but this, like, you're not going to hear this anywhere else. Share this message, get it out, tell people, but read. You recognize what we've done today is we've recognized, we, we've, we've drawn a couple pictures, right? There's a picture right there. There, you know, here's, here's a picture right here. We've drawn pictures. We've looked up words. We've looked up maxims. But what we've done is we've read. We've read what is written, and when we understand what's written, now we can hold people accountable. The only question I have is, are you going to do something about it? Are you actually going to put your money where your mouth is? Are you going to do certified mail? Are you going to write notices? You know, I would appreciate your support. The link's below. This is my living. This is how I make a livelihood, support my family. So I'd appreciate the support. Financial support's a blessing to me. So thank you for that. A good way to do that is at patriotswitch.com slash Jaren. You also got coffee. Link in the description below. But the most important thing for me is the gospel. Absolutely. Let me go back to my Bible. Let me go back to my Bible. Let me get back to this. Turn this off. Let's get back to the Bible. Now, whenever I ask what the gospel is, the gospel's all sorts of, I mean, well, the gospel's one very specific idea, but it's, it's presented, it's never presented the same way twice in scripture. This is 1 Corinthians 15. Let me move my camera. This is 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. This is Paul talking to the Corinthians. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you uh, the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand. By which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory. So remember what you, you know, what saved you. What I preached unto you, what Paul preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received. How that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures. According to the scriptures. The Bible. And that he was buried, and that he rose again on the third day, according to the scriptures. That's the gospel. The gospel is you are being saved by the blood of Jesus Christ because he died for your sins. He took your place. And that's what the Bible teaches. The Bible teaches he was physically dead and he was buried. And the Bible teaches that he physically rose on the third day, according to the scriptures. This is important because whenever you believe this, you're a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. That is 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 16 and 17. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. You are a new creation. Right? You're new flesh. Folks, believe the gospel. I appreciate your time. Thanks for watching. Links in the description below uh, for more common law information, more information for you to help me, uh, support me. I appreciate the the support of, of everybody. We're doing a, um, what's it called? Where's the thing? We're doing a, uh, a Zoom call this week. We're going to be talking about all sorts of different things. This is uh, in support of the Patriot Switch stuff, but there's a lot of folks that just have, uh, and they they don't, they are challenged when they have new ideas and new ways of thinking. And so I want to talk about new ways of doing shopping, new do, new ways of doing direct product purchase. This is a time of chaos and confusion. So I want to talk about resilience. I want to talk about basics. I want to talk about simplicity. Um, and I want to be able to prove, I want to be able to show in writing what we believe. Um, so anyway, appreciate your time. God bless you. Uh, Lord willing, I'll be back tomorrow. Until then, I am Jaron Jackson. I do love America. Do not quit. Go to war.